This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome. To, uh, In the Jesus. spirit of Aretha, girl, them vocals. Get the belt. You know, nigga. <laughs> and if you don't know, now you know, nigga. <laughs> oh. I knew spiritual body would get it. <laughs> I just wanted to welcome us I all back. It, That's unfair. So you didn't watch Aretha Franklin's oh, homecoming? Yeah. See, you know when everyone wanted people to sing. Oh, I've I'm just sorry, got I the didn't... whole black church spirit in me yeah. this week. So it was amazing. So, yeah, everybody, welcome back to Guard the Belt. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody, welcome back to uh, you know another new episode of Get the Belt. I am, of course, one of your hosts, Miles Cashmere, and Spiritual Betty. And we're here after one week. I'm so sorry we weren't able to get into the studio to record last mm-hmm. week. I was too busy breaking my spinal cord in the streets of Notting Hill, <laughs> breaking it down, swinging it back mm-hmm. up, sipping on mm-hmm. that rum punch, mm-hmm. and just getting my whole mixed race life, to be honest. <laughs> As I'm sure many of you guys were, I yes. saw on Instagram. And I'm I've very, been doing very exactly the same. Happy for all of you. I'm very, I'm sure many babies were made that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, welcome back to another episode of Get the Bell. Should we start the episode as we normally do with a word of the week and get these people inspired? Definitely. And motivated. I want you to look at your neighbor, <laughs> say neighbor. <laughs> Clap your hands for Jesus. Who's coming through with a word this week? Yeah, I've got the word of the week and it is don't settle. Amen, sister. That one mm. is really deep. It really is. You know how some people like to settle for the average life? The mm. life people expect you to the have. The average man. The, ba- <laughs> the life society <laughs> expects you to have in general. And the life people who force you to jump into certain situations because you're not at that. You're moving really slow and pa- you're not, your pace is moving really slow than expected. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know how the base set. When I mean by don't settle like don't set on relationship mm. career-wise job-wise basically 
don't settle for something that you're not comfortable or happy with. I know the way mm-hmm. society is trying to push it. Cause when you reach a certain stage in your life, you should be there already. And you think, oh my gosh, I'm not there yet. Everyone else is. So I might as well just jump into something just so I can fit in mm. with everybody else. Mm-hmm. So don't try, settle to fit, don't try settle to fit in with what someone's doing, your friend's doing, your cousin's doing, your best friend's doing. Just take your time and just go with the process. Your time uh, yeah, might not yeah, be yeah, now, yeah, 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 but it's yeah. on its way. So don't mm, try and settle just to fit way. in or try and copy that friend. Because I know some people at a certain age, people have gotten married and you think, how come, how come I'm not there yet? How, how, come, come, I how come I don't have that ring on my finger? How come but I ain't girl, got ring? And boy, that time is going to come for you. I'm that you. time is coming. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Cashmere. Take your Come on. Take your time. Your time. And just go by your own pace, not the pace that everyone else wants you to go with what do you guys think on that one yeah girl i mean you gotta keep it moving in the streets you know gotta keep active not settling stay moving Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that word resonates with me you know and i'm gonna try this week extremely hard to like really apply that because you know you talk about settling and that can apply to so many different things be it your mental state, be it your physical state, be it your job, be it your finances. And, you know, we can sit there and do Netflix and sit there and scroll and tap away on our phones. But really, what we were, essentially, when we're doing those things and sitting there being idle, we're settling. Like, no, mm-hmm. get out the laptop and then turn up. Fair enough. Watch a couple episodes of whatever you want to get your life to on Netflix. But go to pages and start typing. Start mm-hmm. reading. Start, like, mm-hmm. like, get to the gym. Like, give, dedicate yourself a time to go there and, and not settle for the whatever size waist you are or however much you want to weigh or whatever. Like, go out there and do the work. Because settling... Is very easily done when you're idle and you're not doing shit. So mm-hmm. get out there in these streets and just make it happen, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks for that word, Cash. Yes. Yes, Right. So, how was everybody's week? Start. Let's start with Kashmir. My week was really good, actually. Why you got that high voice? It sounds like it was really good. <laughs> it was a really good week. Why was that? Um, it was just, I went out, we went, basically, it was a good week, working and everything, mm-hmm. but especially the weekend time came, mm-hmm. it was much better. Mm-hmm. I did go to a party, like, the weekend before, the carnival weekend. Yeah, man. And it was nice to get lit, it was nice to get turned <laughs> a bit and stuff. Even though I didn't go carnival, I know, guys, you're going to come for me. But I did, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did go to the pre-carnival party before, and I'm not going to lie, I was excited to know that all, everyone was joined, to, every, there was a good vibes there, no one came there to start no beef, no fights, no one mm-hmm. got stabbed, thank goodness. But it was just good vibes, and everyone just bigging up the whole music the whole vibe was amazing and this weekend was pretty interesting as well it was really nice to be centered to around be good, what? centered around good company and stuff good like company that. is it it was just nice who was you with <laughs> <laughs> i was just with good friends and stuff like that and i felt welcomed they, they made me feel <laughs> felt well what yes i welcomed them in and they welcomed me in <laughs> <laughs> It was just an oh, amazing, amazing. Like, honestly, something that I close my eyes and it just comes back to me. <laughs> it's, it's, 
something I will <laughs> never forget. Spiritual <laughs> medicine, oh. <laughs> something I will never forget. And to that friend, thank you for that. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> it was good, it was good. What Did you do anything else interesting? Didn't you go to a screening of something? Oh my gosh, guys. I watched the new Idris Elba movie. Oh my gosh, at Yardi, if you guys. Mm-hmm. It was undeniably amazing. Like the whole concept... The vibe. I don't even know what it's about. What's it about it's briefly? Basically, without I don't, yeah, I don't want to spoil it. But basically, about this young Jamaican youth. Mm-hmm. He's basically he lost his brother to crimes in Jamaica, and then he basically joined this. This man took him in as a father, to, a father figure to him, mm-hmm. and sent him off to London to try get out of trouble. But then he ended up getting getting drawn back into it so it's like a back and forth thing i think the way his mentality was kind of messed up knowing that his brother he witnessed his brother get killed in front of him mm-hmm. so and knowing that he didn't want to let his brother go because he was so eager to go find that killer and to kill him back the way he did his brother so it's basically i think he had to learn to forgive i think at the end he had to learn to forgive and understand that his brother's gone and his brother would want him to move on and keep living life the best way be the best version of himself so this film i think kind of teaches us like shouldn't hang on to um things that people have done to us and obviously forgiveness is one of those is key key um key pointers as well so it's nice and mm-hmm. it was so nice to see my culture on tv like yeah it was amazing like, i was expecting some fake jamaican people to come on i was like yeah i'm gonna be disappointed but then some whiny whitewash like, but he, they got, he got some proper yard man yeah like the proper ones and you just knew uh, that you felt like he was back a yard yeah it, it, was, felt, it was authentic it was, innit? That, it was so real it was just amazing it just elba you was amazing you directed it you picked the right cast especially the young boy what's his name he was in kid adulthood i'm gonna say he's wrong but i I just know him as trife in kid adulthood maybe you guys will know better than me and his you can tell that his level of acting has progressed over the years of when he's done kid adulthood to adulthood oh he was in he'd he'd, i'm sorry he was in adulthood he died in it in kid adulthood oh (laughs) i can't remember He's not looking. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh my god. Oh, is he the one that got stabbed? It's really bad. He's not laughing. Yeah, he's the one that got stabbed at the end. No, he didn't get stabbed. He got hit with with a um, baseball baseball bat. bat. But seeing his acting, his growth over the years, it shows he's a real actor. Like some people you see, they'll they'll show like fakeness or they haven't improved. Yeah. You just know that he he's meant to be on the big screen. Yeah. So big up you. He played it. Oh, it was. Oh my Good. gosh, it was amazing. I actually clapped. So we like, yeah. <laughs> it was just amazing. So it, it was amazing. You guys used to go see it. I'm sorry if I spoke some of it for you guys, but I think now that I kind of give you an idea of what's about, you're going to be so interested to support. see it. Go and support. Yeah, Definitely. man. Definitely. Well, look at the good things that happen when you have a black person in charge. Of course. The good things happen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How was your week, spiritual buddy? My week has been nice it's been exciting i changed locations from new york okay um so my week ended in new york um at afropunk festival in brooklyn which is absolutely Dope. how was that it was amazing it is afropunk is a space for like creative black people yes and the beauty that was the the, the creativity that was the the ancestors that were present the Erica Badu that was the ah oh, friend of the show it. Kimberly it was Nicole was amazing. there performing as well did you get a chance to see her and Kim yeah yes. you know what it was so busy and when she was on I was stuck at another stage mm-hmm. like it was like sometimes you would be like locked like gridlocked like you can't move 
Mm, is it like I mean? Notting Hill in that sense where it's just packed, rammed? Yeah, only at certain points. It's like it's small, but you can. I was gridlocked basically two times. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. It was like wow. It was such a nice experience for me to to be in that environment and appreciate that space because we don't get that in the for UK sure. whatsoever. Oh. I I th- I think like Afropunk Festival. I think that was like the most um, time black people come together on such a on such a big level yeah. um, for such um, positive. Um, like reassuring authentic reasons you know creative reasons so it was so nice to be there so i spent two days there and then i came to atlanta and when i came to atlanta it was black pride weekend so yes oh my god i bet that was sick yes i just again being appreciating the culture the other everything the lifestyle like i think what did i do i went to one day party and i went to oh i actually didn't party that much i went to one day party yeah. and i went to um like the party in the park you know like they have in london and everywhere it's like a free event in the park and they have stages and acts and stuff um so i went there as well and it was just amazing people are nice here they compliment you they beat their horns at just you nice things <laughs> just nice things <laughs> Oh, they're just so nice here. But nice, nice, so nice. I've had a really good, nice experience. Like where I'm staying, it's a safe it area. It looks fucking magical. Like, <laughs> like it's just amazing. I'm just loving it. Oh, my jealous. Ah, but how was your week? My week was good, you know. Um, I went to Notting Hill Carnival, like I said, and broke off the whole entire of my back. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. How we do? Uh, you know, standard. Get the belt procedure. Um, what else did I do? I went to watch the Black Klansman by directed by Spike okay. Lee. That I liked it. I know it's had many mixed reviews because obviously the guy infiltrated the the this op- the first ever black police officer infiltrate the KKK but originally he was infiltrating which they didn't really focus on he was infiltrating black activist groups um, they touched on it slightly um, in the film and then went straight to the KKK but yeah I liked it I did find it um, entertaining you know I was hollering in the cinema I was laughing I was kissing my teeth and so were the majority of the people that weren't racist in the audience um, <laughs> we enjoyed, it was fun, you can just imagine, like, me in the cinema, especially watching something like that. But that was fun, um, what else have I done? I had some good meetings, oh, we actually received, um, a letter and some gifts from one of our listeners. We received some lovely jewellery, uh, pieces from Omola Jewellery, which is a black-owned, um, jewellery company. Um, from a lovely lady called Taiwa. Taiwa, big up yourself. So <laughs> she sent us, and she's West African, you know, that's me, Nigel Boy. So repping, and I absolutely love that. So she's got a West African, she has a West African and Geo Arch um, inspired jewelry sourced and created by two sisters and a brother, which is absolutely amazing. I'll put their link in our description. Um, so you can go there and buy some of her amazing pieces. And she sent us... Let me get it out now. 
is comes in a really cute little white fabric pouch and inside we've got two gold hoop earrings cute. they're just giving me beyonce grown woman <laughs> and african goddess Ooh, vibes there you go cashmere oh, i think these are gonna be a few <laughs> they're not really Thank my thing you. and then are oh, these two gorgeous gold necklaces one of them has an african mask on it We'll take some pictures and put them on our Instagram. Of wearing them, Of yeah, us definitely. wearing them because they are dope. Like, I fucking fucked with that. And then one which Kashmir and I were like, oh my God, spiritual buddy will definitely love this. Yeah, is this gold nice. necklace. Ah! I love it. With a, what is I think it's a stone or a rock or something. It's a... It's like a shell Oh, yeah. It's like a white sh- shell, but it's been painted slightly with gold on it. So it's a yeah. white thing. Ooh, like gold-plated shell now. Oh, it's uh-huh. gorgeous. Earthy and spiritual-like. We were like, spiritual baddie, 100%. Like that one. Yay. So, yeah, yeah. I just want to say thank you so, so much uh, to you guys at Amola Jewelry. We're supporting you guys for doing amazing things. Black Aww. people out there creating business, creating new waves. And we really appreciate your gifts. I'm going to wear thank it with pride. So um, yeah, they sent us a little letter just saying, dear, get the belt. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, we hope you love the jewellery. And we do, sis. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for supporting yes, us. Yes, I'm going to be rocking that no, soon. Gorgeous, They're stunning, aren't they? They have this little, like, Egyptian vibe or something to it. Like, Come it looks through. rich looking. Isn't it, man? Yeah, yes. Nice I'm, I'm a today. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, we're going to upload those pictures. But otherwise, yeah, my week was really good. Been at work. I'm off for two weeks now. Hey, hey, hey. Keeping busy, though. Um, oh, congratulations. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do something called sleep <laughs> for once. <laughs> but yeah, good. otherwise, no, my week, my week was really good. Thank you. Right, so let's kick it off with Melanin Magnificence. My gosh, guys, my one goes to this 90 year old man from Rochester, New York. His name goes by his his name goes by Luther. He basically travels six miles a day to go visit his sickly wife in hospital. Stop it. Yes. And it shows that true love still exists. And I fell in love. I was like, oh, my gosh, I want a bad to do that for me when I'm, like, crippled. Meanwhile, I can't get, get motherfuckers to get on, on the, in an Uber seven-minute drive. Like, no, it's too far. Like, the fuck? <laughs> my <laughs> guy probably can't even walk properly, and he's traveling how many miles? Cash me? Six miles every day to see his paralyzed wife in hospital. True love. That is melanin magnificence like, right oh there. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. That's what I'm saying. True love. That's how love is. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but this generation don't see it like that anymore. Like everyone's no. lazy, no one wants to try. Literally, anymore. they're like, if it's more than five minutes, they're like, uh, it's not too doing long. it. And it's like, I remember when Nick. Come and tell us then. No. Spill the tea, you know you wanna. <laughs> I'm just saying, just people need to make more of an effort. Not every day, go on a date at a kebab shop at the bottom of your road, mm. okay? Especially when I'm mm. traveling an hour to get there. Your clot. <laughs> so this guy is just demonstrating melanin magnificence yes. that you guys need to l- learn like from. Up, like definitely, and he's ninety-eight years old. Oh, ninety-eight! Yes, for the past two weeks, Luther Younger has been walking six miles every day to visit his wife, Waverly, in the hospital. She was diagnosed <sighs> with brain cancer back in two thousand and nine. Is com- currently paralyzed. Oh and my god! This gosh. is what he quoted when I saw it. I was like, "Yeah." You're about to make us cry in the he studio. He said, "I ain't." I ain't nothing about my wife. 
Oh, no, that's wrong. I was sorry. Let me say it again. <laughs> when he said this about his wife, I fell in love. He was like, she's the best cup of tea I've ever had. Oh, my gosh. I thought that was so cute. Oh. And he out here, oh 98 God. years old, walking six miles. That is gorgeous, oh, man. someone's cup of tea. And what you say his name was Luther? That Luther. is a romantic yeah, name in Luther, itself. Like, Luther. 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 I'm Come on. Luther. I was like, oh, but let's look quite in socks. The best cup of tea. Oh, my God. I want to be someone's cup of tea. Actually, no, I want to be their hot chocolate. You know? Is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you were someone's hot chocolate this <laughs> weekend. But anyway. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. But my magnificence go to you, Luther. Thank you for still showing us what true love is. Yeah. Um, well, my melanin magnificence uh, goes to an 11 year old British brilliant black boy by the name of Diseye Dasimaka. Now, things have changed since we were all, well, me and you went to school together, but you know, back in the day, GCSEs, as we knew it, were given like uh, ABC, A star, whatever. Mm. Apparently, that's changed now. Yeah, and now they do it now. one to nine. Yeah. What? Me, uh, yeah, they yeah, do it I one to nine, nine being the best, like the equivalent to A star star. Whatever seems hurtful than doing A or C. I think, right? Like, don't you think? I, I don't know, because F would cut deep. Not that I got one of those, but like, yeah, yeah I mean. But anyway, um, despite um, an overhaul which made GCSE exams more demanding, uh, black sh- mixed ethnic students are just continuing to achieve top results because duh (laughs) because (laughs) so um this boy from manchester um at the age of 11 i quote how old are you normally when you do gcse 16 15 15. yeah Yeah, he didn't have time for that he said i am ready now (laughs) and got a nine in his mathematics GCSE, which is the equivalent to an A star. At eleven, bitch, me struggled to get my C. Mm -mm, I I was there struggling. That was a struggle for me. I'm (laughs) a performer, so me numbers and (laughs) equations. Me, I don't know. I can give you a good song and a good dance and make you cry with a monologue. But you want me to do mathematics? You have to speak to my accountant because I, I don't know. But yeah, um, Desaya achieved a nine in mathematics, and yeah. At the age of 11, just slaying life. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah, man. And he said, I'm extremely proud of myself. I'm over the moon. And my next target is to get all nines when I seek my GCSEs in five years' time. You better Go through. His mother said that we are all super, super proud of him. Even at 30 months old, he was a high achiever. So... Melanin Magnificence oh, goes out amazing. to you, Desaye, for continuing to be the amazing, smart boy that you are. Yes. Not letting what society says about, you know, black boys and how they get perceived in the media. Yeah, are you're, selling, you're telling them and showing them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Don't, like Kashmir said in the word of the week, don't settle. Mm-hmm. And you are not settling. You said, yes. I'm ready to take this GCSE now. Thanks, um, Miss Campbell, uh, you know, Sally over there might want to <laughs> sit in five years' time and so might Tom. But me, Deseye, I am ready to just slay this now. If mm-hmm. that, is that possible? Cheers, um, Miss. And you just went and you got your things and you said, okay, thanks for that. And now I'm ready to smash it again in five years' time. Wow. So Menelin Magnificence goes out to you, boy. Well done. Well done. That is phenomenal. Right? What about you, spiritual buddy? So my 
Melanie Magnificence goes to the beautiful woman who made my beautiful lace from wig. She goes by the name of Anna and she has a wig making company. Um, oh, it sick. is called her line HQ. We can put the details in the comments. Yeah, but she has a wig making company which is doing well. They also um, have eyelashes that they sell too. Um, and yeah, she just really be doing it. She's based in Northwest. She's from Liverpool, like me. She ships worldwide. Okay. Um, but you know, there's not that. Liverpool's not like London. We don't have like um, black owned businesses as such as London. And I know them. They're still minimum in London, but in Liverpool, they're non-existent. You know, so big up to Anna, all while she's studying her master's degree, she be doing this too. So, you know, she definitely deserves melanin magnificence. Yes. Well done. Well, let's get right into it. I've not had some spirituality in my life for uh, every week. So oh, you miss your Come and get our dose. chakras aligned. <laughs> This week, I'm switching it up slightly, but it's uh, it's uh, for the best. Oh. Because I want to speak about the experience of being black. I mean, oh, like... Come through. Yes. What are y'all experiences first? Well, obviously, I'm not full black. I'm mixed race, right. uh, but came from a very black household. Like, the only white person in my family was my nan. Mm -hmm. Everyone else around me has been black, light-skinned, or mixed. Mm -hmm. uh, so my immediate experience going out, like I knew I wasn't, you know, as dark as some of my uncles. <laughs> but, but I spoke like them. They had the same mentality, and I had their morals. And, you know, my everything that my mum and dad installed as me as a man was to, you know, go to school, go out, work harder, um, you know, if there is a fight, I know you're going to want to help out and or if someone's getting picked on, I know you're going to want to go and be superior, but don't because you'll automatically be picked out as the one causing the trouble, which, you know, has happened to me before. Um, so my experience being as a black man, especially I lived in Spain for a while, I mm -hmm. really felt my I, I felt different. Yeah. I've always felt different, mm -hmm. um, but I've always felt special. I felt that that difference was feared. I felt like that difference was uh, at times frowned upon, and often that frowned upon came from people not knowing what seasoning is or being jealous of the stiffness of their hips in comparison to mine. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> uh, but it's been something which has defined me and made me strive for more magnificence that I naturally have in my skin, in my hair, in my ability to be in the sun and not worry too much about burning. Um, yes, I literally was saying that yesterday in Atlanta. Right? <laughs> I was like, I'm just so happy that my skin don't be affected like, you know... I mean, my skin still gets a little bit affected. And even my mother, who's, like, way darker than me, still will put on sun protection. She's even said to me from young, like, just because you're black, you, you'll still yeah, need so protection yeah. from the UV. Mm -hmm. But we just naturally have our own protection, mm -hmm. which is just nice to 
top it up. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, um, my experience being black is um, slightly difficult, but that that struggle that I will go through makes life so much more sweeter. amazing, sweeter. I feel way more appreciative of things. And there's Juicier. always a sense of unity that I get amongst my brothers and sisters of any shade. Um, and that sense of community that we have, I think is just amazing. And I just love growing up with seasoned food that is tasty <laughs> <laughs> on a pay note. Yeah, that's yeah. my... What about you, Kashmir? I mean, you're obviously... Well, my experience of being black... Of course, being a black woman, we always get stereotyped... Being a black woman, we always get stereotyped and stuff. We always be put mm. on a certain situation. So black people are like... Black women are like crazy, aggressive, mean, rude, mm. and the loud and all those things. So we always get that stereotype on us. But not ev- they need to realise not every black girl they meet is like that. I know there's some crazy black women out there that do love to run their mouth, but they love to put that whole stereotype on every single person. Mm. It's like saying every black boy is a criminal they're a killer when they're not yeah so it's kind of sad so i think i have experienced a bit of racism in my life i've i have experienced people saying oh i'll never date a black girl this that that yeah. oh, this, oh you're too um you're pretty for a black girl or something yeah thing. and i actually laughed that's like that's the first time i experienced that and i laughed and i, I should have reacted like fuck you but i laughed and be like oh my gosh man you're a fucking idiot like, <laughs> good mm-hmm. that's all you can really think like this is dumb do you say that to your mum in the morning when you wake up Right. So I'm thinking it's allowed. So I think we've all experienced a bit of racism. And even yeah. in 2018 right now, racism still exists. And it's kind of sad, mm. but it still does. But I think we just have to try and hope the world can become better than what it is right now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, my experience of being black, like, I'm mixed race, obviously, but I just use the word term black because from time my skin is the shade it is. And from time I've been called nigger so many times. Yeah. I, I'm black, bitch. And I can say exactly. that. So, um, yeah, I mean, my experience, it's been beautiful and painful. I mean, yeah. the beauty of it, because I watched my hair grow out, bitch. And I, my, I look <laughs> in the mirror and I'm like, wait, is that my hair? I'm like, how does my hair curl like that? I'm like, damn. Look at God. My hair. My hair girl, you know, I gotta have time in America. I I gotta have American slang out here because they don't understand me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'd be like, damn, is that my hair? You know, it's beautiful. We're beautiful. How our skin reacts to the sun and everything. But of course, it's stunning. It's like they were meant for each other. Right. And it's like, it's painful too, though. Like, as I said, I've been racially assaulted like Mm. physically and verbally a number of times i'm from liverpool it's like we have us one small black community but other than that it's segregated like and it's full of white people so from when i was a kid like the first time i got called nigger i was nine same Um, what year was that yeah i was like year five yeah um but yeah i mean i left the culture and everything my household um would be cultural, you know, pe- believe it or not, people might may find it hard to believe, but my dad spent a good time of his life being Rastafarian, so mm-hmm. I have, you know, the culture is, it's exciting, it's fun, if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's being beautiful, um, but, you know, being black, it also means that we exist in a society that is currently unequal, it's still unequal. Um, 100%. But, you know, you just got to look at the positives and, you know, 
do not do well on them, but you know, feed the positives because there's beauty in being black. As I said, look at our skin, our hair, so fucking sun, much. Our lips, our nose, the, the, the talent, hips, the, the hip that you see, you know. So, so many stigmas and exist still though and so much racism still exists and it's so subliminal i think that the racism exists um is like in the uk it's very subliminal you know like <laughs> they be like you be running for the bus and they and an old white woman will move her purse because a black person is running by her you know like you get stirred at in certain ways like it's very subliminal i can f- i definitely feel that and it, the the racist and sometimes i feel like it can be it can be quite in your face of course it can be like, in your face. I've been called the N-word to my face and all that. So it can be upfront as well. But I think that uh, like the underlying tone of racism in the UK, I think it, it's very subliminal. You don't be getting jobs because of this, your surname. Do you yeah, get me? But they're not going to directly say it yeah. to you. It's true. Like one of my friends, uh, uh, very uh, a friend of mine called Kalechi, Nigerian girl, I've given her melanin magnificence before, and uh, her brother recently was racially racially profiled by police officers. Uh, he was standing outside of his mother's house with his girlfriend, oh uh, and they said that they saw him smoking a roll-up cigarette, and so they went over to him and said they're going to do a stop search, and then they said because they could smell weed even though there was no cigarette there or anything around, they didn't yeah. see him drop anything. They were tr- handcu- handcuffing him, being really aggressive with him, oh calling God. for backup to these police officers on this one guy. He wasn't resisting them. He was. They were pulling his hood over his face, like, Probably so he couldn't breathe. Breathing. Essentially, yeah. that's what they're doing. And the, his girlfriend was there recording it, saying, why? What has he done? At one point, she asked one of the police officers, why are you arresting him? Do you know what the police officer said? I said that race, didn't it? Shut no, she just said, I don't know. Some why are you arresting? Why are you arresting him? We don't know. <laughs> yeah. So she, so think, she knows even, that is exactly. Wrong, she but knows. She, she just continues because they're pussy cuts. So yeah, sometimes it is it often subliminal, and sometimes it is very fucking blatant. That the only reason why you're mistreating that young black man is because he is black, and because you and your entire family gene pool are cunts. That's all it is. Wow. But anyway, mm. go on. Um, <laughs> spiritual and thing. It's funny, you know, because. I chose to speak about this, like, last week or two weeks ago. I made a note of it. And then yesterday, somebody tried to um, question my knowledge and tried to basically say that I don't know anything about black empowerment um, and that I... A whole spiritual baddie doesn't know anything about black empowerment. Does he listen to get the belt? Do do you see (laughs) the colour of my... First of all, do you see the colour of my skin? Do you see the curl? Do you see the curl in my head? Do you think I do not watch my documentaries and read my books? Do you think my dad does not? Has he not read your book yet? You How know, about that? Exactly. Soon come. So let me wait, book a flight. I've got two weeks off. Is this is this <laughs> person in 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 America or what? Right. We'll get to no. This person is at home, where I'm from at home. We'll get to that. Okay. Though. Send me their address after um, the show. After we finish recording. Yeah. So basically, but I was just like, okay. But the reason he said that is because because of how I portray myself, because I'm an androgynous. So I can't be talking about black empowerment because I can look, because sometimes I look male and sometimes I look female. So I can't talk, I can't speak about black people's position in society. What? Can you because imagine? of the things that you wear are not masculine. Right. He yeah. cannot fucking talk 
I'm sorry, I'm about to... Can I quickly just go off on him just a little bit? Yeah, but wait, I feel like this should be the belt. This is going to be the belt. Okay. Well, I've got someone I want to give my belt to. But just for whoever's saying that... That doesn't even make sense about that's not black empowerment. Black empowerment. Because my guy's wearing a a dress or whatever. Where the fuck do trousers and shirts come from? That's a fucking westernized thing. Do you think the black people in Africa were running around wearing suit and tie, my nigga? No, they weren't. The greatest, most intelligent civilization in Africa, which white people want you to think were English people or white people or whatever, the the Egyptians, that's why they knocked off all the noses off the pharaohs so you couldn't see the wide, thick, Nostral, those mm-hmm. fucking amazing, talented black Africans did not wear trousers. The men actually wore jewelry, lots and lots of jewelry, and wore skirts, in fact. Mm-hmm. So, those pharaohs, those kings of the land, what were they? Were they not? Were they not masculine? No, were they not black empowerment? Fuck off, find a, a loaded I mean? bullet and deep throat that. You know what I mean? And it's like. Anyway, sorry. It just links, you know. I just thought I'd mention that because as I'm speaking it, I was just thinking about that, you know, because it was literally yesterday that happened. So, yeah. It didn't get you, spiritual body. No, it didn't get to me, but I mean, I know that I'm controversial. I know that people will question things that I say and question things that I do, but I know, I also know my position as a healer i know my life purpose too so you know i know what i'm here for and what i'm doing um but yeah i where am i but yeah i think we have made progress so far though we have definitely made progress also i say that because i just went to like the equal rights like martin luther king museum which is in atlanta georgia and yeah it was just, you know, I was just getting my life, getting my knowledge. It was really sad as well. It was amazing. They have, like, free floors of, like, just information falls of, of stuff. Mm. And it was, like, really eye-opening because I, like, I even I like to say, oh, this is racist day, it's racist day. And then, like, I feel like I kind of forget. I don't know about y'all, but, like, it's like I kind of forget the progress that we have made. And it's like, wait, 100%. we've made so much progress, like, even in the 1950s, 60s, like, it was still, like, it, that was when, it, like, it was becoming less segregated. That is not long ago. That no, is not yes. long ago, you know? So we've made so much progress. Still. Yeah. We've made so much progress, but I think we need to continue to make progress and not point fingers at who can uh, preach black empowerment. If you have black mm-hmm. skin, you're entitled to, to preach about that. Well, you're that motherfucker's to, whole argument was flawed. You know, about you know what you wear. <laughs> look at Africa. Look at ancient Africa. Look at even Africans today. <laughs> they none of them. They wear. <laughs> anyway, you know. <laughs> but I mean, I felt the positive and negatives of ha- have having brown skin, of being black. Yeah, I felt the positive and negatives. Yeah. But I love the positives. The negatives ain't mean shit. Um, and I just but over like underlying. I just really want everybody to focus on the person within and people's inner beings yeah. and their souls oh, rather than the color of one's skin. You know, like I don't. I me me personally, I don't want to be always preaching about the color of my skin. I in my yeah. ideal world, I don't want that. I would just I like want, to live. But you know, <laughs> I just want to live. But the fact that it's so unequal and the fact that fucking. Stupid opinions to, exist yeah. towards us. We have to m- take time out to make statements and speak about it. Because yep. if no one's making a conversation, then how's it going to improve? 
Well, what are we here to do on Get the Belt? You know, and we hey. can speak about... I'm sure that each one of us can have our whole segments about being black and it will always be something different, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll speak about the topic again. This was just a little... You know, it was just on my mind because I've been appreciating in, in Brooklyn it allowed me, and Afropunk, it allowed me to appreciate black people. Yeah. I've not seen bl- so many black people on such a big scale. I was like, wow, I was just so appreciative. Just being free without any kind of you know? judgment, oppression, being you scared know? or... You know? Um, but yeah, so I think if, you know, we all do just focus on the, the soul within and the person within... I think that it would help with the inequalities of skin color because we would look past skin color. You know, I, I, I wish everybody could be colorblind. Cool. You know, I wish that we was just all equal like we are, like society was just equal as we yeah. are. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I've watched Hidden Colors and that's a very in-depth, deep, detailed um, accurate description of like the history of black people so I mean if you like want to know more like if y'all didn't know that we black people actually c- created street lights we created a lot of things uh, we, we created mathematics how about that yes that's we why we got people little so boys <laughs> getting nines in their GCSEs basically <laughs> um so yeah so you, yeah, I think the listeners, I think y'all should watch Hidden Colors. It's very informative, as I said. I mean, you can also, like, email us and let us know about your experiences being black, like, in the UK, especially. Yes. Like, They'd be lovely to read out. Yes. You know, our ears. Oh, please. Or the ears. good and the bad. The yeah. Our email is contact at getthebeltpod.com. Um, so email in some experiences. Let's discuss Please and do. like continue the conversation. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, I liked that. And we've got this black ash jewelry that we got sent in. Mm-hmm. I would oh, just have yes. the blackest week ever. Oh. Can you feel it? I can. Amen, Jesus. Amen. Yeah. It? So <laughs> I hope you all enjoy spirituality. I thought let me speak about this because it's something I've been appre- the, in the space to appreciate. It's something I've yeah, faced. I well, I face every day, but you know, I thought let me speak about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, sick. so any questions? Make sure to holler. You know where to find us. Yeah. Oh, thank you for that spiritual baddie. Don't worry. <laughs> Wicked. So it's time for Miles Measures. So just before I measure up a few things this week, I would like to let you guys know that this show, Get the Belt, supports a new... Well, we support many black businesses, but there's a new black business out there called Faux Glow London. Uh, and it's a mobile and bespoke spray tan service. Um, yes, Spray tans are for everybody. If you want that holiday glow any time of the year without leaving home and booking a flight to Nigeria or Jamaica or Spain, then get your spray tan today. Find them on Instagram. That's Faux, which is F-A-U-X, Faux Glow London, and Live Life Golden, y'all. Like, the girl that um, owns this business is a good friend of mine. Her name is Mavis, Nigerian girl. And lots of her clients are actually black people. Because, you know, black people are always like, oh, we don't need that. That's just for the white folk that want to be us. Yeah. I had a spray tan the other day. Amazing. Obviously, I'm naturally lighter, but she's done some dark skin girls. 
they come out of her spray tan thing and they look like they've just spent two weeks on the islands and they've got this glow to their wow. skin, this like golden dark brown like they just come out looking like they already look great but they come out just looking like like are you pregnant like did you just win <laughs> the lottery like have you just come back off holiday it just are uh, amazing and if you let them know that you um are gonna get your first treatment because you heard it through the show get the bell let them know and i think you get five pounds off your first treatment and like like I said, she can come to you. You can go to her. She's amazing. She's Nigerian. You'd be supporting black business. And guess what? Like Spiritual Body just said in his segment, being black is beautiful. Yes. And now you can be a little bit blacker. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know the weather is actually changing up for the worse yeah. now in the UK. It's on its way. So, yeah. What's been going on this week? Um... I'd like to cuss out Jenny McDonough, whatever her name is, fucking Jenny, um, who decided to steal £62,000 from the Grenfell Tower Fund. Uh, Yeah, she thought it would be absolutely fine to, you know, to steal prepaid credit cards and use them to splurge on luxury overseas holidays, eating out, expensive restaurants and online gambling. I bet the bitch never thought once to spend any of that stolen money on seasoning for her dry fucking food at home. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Council worker as well. Can you imagine? Did she get caught, though? She got caught. Yeah, she got caught. These people, they need it more than you do. You're spending it on foolishness. In it, oh I bet she didn't purchase not one Dunn's River pot of everyday seasoning. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Not one. It because I feel sorry for her, <laughs> Jenny McDonough. I know she does pot noodles and goes at ah, spice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Jenny, you're a fucking dickhead uh, for stealing that and robbing that. Like, oh, uh, the shame, the shame, the shame, the shame. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not that stealing is is ever, like, right. But, like, you look at people like Robin Hood. At least that motherfucker was stealing given to the poor. And, yes, stealing from the... Especially something like the Grenfell Tower. Like, if you're not even stealing from, like, someone rich, you're stealing from people that have been lost family members, lost lives, possessions. And you're not even going, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, I stole it because, you know, my son's dying of this and so I needed to do this. Or, like, we lost our homes and... You're going on stupid fucking holidays, probably to Magaluf, somewhere dumb and like that, on holidays and eating out, like... How did she get caught? Who caught her? I don't know. All I know is that she got caught and she admitted to it in the end. So at least you weren't out in the streets lying as well. But yeah, you, wow. Wow, your mother and father just must be so proud of you. Just stealing from people in need to go on holiday, you selfish bitch. Um, (laughs) Theresa May was in Africa. (laughs) Was she? (laughs) Trying to do dances. On the um, Good Morning Britain. Yeah. And she's trying to do some dance. She's trying to make everyone think that she's not racist. Yeah. She's She's trying to be, look at me with the fucking African. She's dancing. Oh, don't touch me. (laughs) (laughs) Just for the camera. Yeah. So she was giving us a very stiff wine um, while she met with the president of Nigeria and Kenya. Because uh, she's trying to like get more of a connection with um, Africa again. Yeah. I don't think we need it. Um, 
yeah, it's just a bit scary, especially considering when you've just been outed uh, to be offering, what's that thing, bonuses um, to a private firm contracted by the government to remove members of the Windrush generation. Uh, they were actually offered bonuses by the, home of, uh, by, the home of, by the home office if it exceeded its targets in getting, you know, our loved ones out of the country. Yet this, you want to go over to, you know, Africa and do a little stupid cha-cha slide and think that that's acceptable. No, suck a dick, Theresa May. Can you please get out of our countries? We don't need to do any trading with you. We've already seen your stupid trading deals with Brexit. That was a whole fucking sham and fucking mess. Uh, just please leave. Leave things there. Please don't take any other people with you. We don't need more slavery. Leave everything in Africa. <laughs> just take you and your dry, unrhythmic, disgusting self back to London and please start doing your job. Let's get less police um, racial profiling. profiling on the streets. Let's start there. Let's get more funding. Let's have more praise for the black kids out there doing really good things. Let's get more schools. You know, let's clean up our streets. Mm. Let's get HIV down. Let's work on equal rights. We don't need to see you in our homeland mm. doing dead dances trying to act like you're not racist. Mm. When meanwhile, back at home, you're trying to get more people out of the country and offering companies bonuses to get people from the Windrush generation out. We don't need that. <laughs> Look at Mr. Burns. <laughs> I can't stupid. breathe. I don't know what she was trying to do. I was just... She's trying to play was, Good Samaritan and it didn't work. I saw a little interview when she was in South Africa where someone was like, oh, so we're stood outside, you know, where um, Nelson Mandela, you know, served um, jail time for his efforts in act in being an activist and for social equality and the apartheid mm -hmm. and stuff like that and being his passport. But weren't you, Theresa May, a part of the Margaret Thatcher um, committee when they actually labelled him as a terrorist. Oh, oh, oh well, you know, um, uh, you know, my best friend Sally actually said, no, 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 Theresa May, did you consider Nelson Mandela to be a terrorist? Well, you know, I, th I think we should just focus on how far <laughs> we've grown. No, babe, babe, May, trees, yeah, trees, did you think he was a terrorist? <laughs> Couldn't Reza. answer it because she did. Reza. Reza, mate. Reza. <laughs> Reza. Reza. You thought you was a terrorist, babe. And now you're here trying to, trying to do to foolishness. Now you're trying to do the, the, the dance. It's not working. <laughs> anyway, mess. Otherwise, the more wild things. There's a, a minute in America, in Minnesota, a House candidate uh, by the name of Kyle Green put out his um like a little promo video why he should be elected for whatever and it just raised some eyebrows and i'm gonna play it for you now just the end bit of it this is him he is a black man he's biracial mixed race whatever but this is what he had to say at the end i'm asking for you to vote for me as your public servant the primary duty of a state representative is to protect all the rights of his constituents i want to be your state representative i want to be your public servant 
and I want to be your nigger. <laughs> I saw that. I'm so confused. So, I will use that word because uh, I own it and I empower it. The same way I think someone should empower the word gay, fag, or whatever. I can use that. But in that, there's time and place, you know. I didn't go into my West End audition and, you know, the black guy on the piano didn't go, yeah, hello, what's good, my nigga? Like, no. Like, there's a time and place for everything. And I just don't think... That was the right thing to That in his campaign video, I want to be your nigger. I don't really... It didn't sit well with me, even though he's a black man. I just... it didn't oh. ring nice. Yeah, so that's caused a bit of a stir. Um, people actually thought it was a joke, but he was really deadly serious. I know, I thought it was a joke. I was like, no, well, yeah, deadly fucking serious. Oh, okay. Wild, Bye. wild, wild. Um, so, oh, we had uh, the Prince Harry and his wife, uh, Meghan Marks. They went to the performance of Hamilton in the West End. They had a gala in support of um, helping HIV. And yeah, they went and met the cast and they they had a sweet time. It was so interesting looking at the pictures. Whenever anyone's around the royalty, especially the men, Mm -hmm. will all stand but put their hands, like they'll grip their wrist and have their arms in front of them and they all stand like this naturally. If you look at them, they all stand like that. <laughs> but yeah, they looked they looked cute and they enjoyed the show. Um, the fastest man in the world is now ready to dominate another fucking sport. Can you guess who I'm speaking about? Come on, we all know. Your man, your brother, your cousin. <laughs> So he, according to Yahoo Sports, um, was trialing out for Central Coast, I think it's Mariners, I don't know, in Australia on Friday, just gone. Mm. He's going to be a soccer player, like football player. Oh, bless him. Can you imagine? As soon as he gets the ball, just and then he's already on the other side of the pitch. I think that'll be actually a fun sport for him. I reckon he'll just be laughing. No one even asks a possible. He just goes swoop. In it. In it. So that's interesting. Um, uh, uh, Nicki Minaj, you know, she's got this new radio station, Queen's Radio. Have you heard of it? Spiritual no. Batting? Well, you heard of it, Ella? Yeah, she, um, I haven't listened to it, but yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, she went live for another one of her episodes and she was like calling up a load of people, like what her other celebrity, rich people, friends, whatever. And I get, what's it about the concept? I don't, I don't know. I think it's similar to like a podcast, I've, but on radio. Yeah. But, but they play music as well. So she so, calls up people to talk about what? Well, not. I don't think she does it all the time, but yeah. she was like, just like, oh, let's just do this for fun. So one of the people that she rang up was Tiger. And she asked him if he missed his ex, um, oh, Ky- Ky- Kylie. And he, there was a moment of silence. <laughs> I would have went silent too. That, like, Why are you and then that? he responded with the following. Um, he silence. replied with, nah, I'm good, love. Enjoy. 
Uh, <laughs> Tiger then went on to speak about the influence that he had on Kylie, like when they were together. And he said, you need black people to fuck with because you need culture. I had a <laughs> lot to do with all oh of that. My and do you know she what? It's so true. This is things I've been saying for ages, you know, like before they was fucking black guys. Who were they? Who were they before they started fu- fucking the thugs, the rappers, the Kanye's, the Tigers, the, tigers. The, the who, the, the black Chinas? Before that, really, what were they? And what was keeping up with the Kardashians? Like, what were they really? Mm-hmm. Until, you know, Kim got some black dick in her pum pum with Ray J. No one really knew who she was. But he said that. I'm not going to lie there. I've noticed. You know when Miley went through that phase of being a thing and she tried to be all black? She tried to reach out to the black people. That's when the music started Oh, when she started twerking. Yeah, I think I've noticed people like to reach out to the black community because we have more, like, as he they said, like more culture. Still things. Yeah. And we have more, like, vibes. And when you reach out to of black course. people, it, you start getting a bit big. People start knowing you more. You see, that's when why Theresa May's up in Africa, trying. She, <laughs> I understand. So kind of see what he said. Even though it sounds a bit, I don't know if it's an insult or something at the same time. But it's well, it's just facts, isn't it, really? No, it's yeah. Funny, I I think it comes down to, you know, black culture. We're a very dominant culture, you know. A hundred percent. We're so intelligent so clever i mean i don't know what yeah. other people's beliefs are but i believe that we were the first here on earth so mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. are so dominant and um, we they try and they tr- people try and hold that down you know? and we're fun they, i know we, we are, are fun we, oh, as we've got more personality fuck. i yeah. think that's what they may be fine it's intimidating yeah. that's why oh for sure for sure, thing, for sure, for sure. But we are definitely fun. We've got <laughs> soul. And we've just got no, a true. vibrance no, to I us, know. which is just joyous. We've got literally colour. Like, we're just colourful in so many facets no, tr- of life. And that's why everything gets so true. popular you down guys, to our hairstyles and dances. <laughs> and that's why Kylie did what she did. It's true. When, like, basically, when I was at work this last week, there's a new girl she started. She's white. Like, she's, she's white and white. Like, she's really white. She's a real. <laughs> Sally. She's, yeah. And, Becky. But she's more punkish white, but you can tell that she's white, white, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she said to me, when I wasn't coming one day in the week, so I don't work um, one day, and I think it's a Monday, and then when it came to Tuesday, she was like, I'm, Cash, I'm so glad you came in. And I'm thinking, oh, that's nice. And she's like, no, because like, knowing that, it feels so good when I'm working with you because you've got so much energy and there's life there. Like, and I don't know, and I don't think she wanted to say the black thing. She <laughs> <laughs> so she like, it was more exciting working with you than working with the other leg. Like, and I was like, oh, okay, what would you mean by the black? Well, she's like, well, she's a bit bland. And, or something she said. So like, I don't she's a bit unseasoned. Yeah, like, she was saying that, And I was laughing. Bland. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. I'm just myself. She's like, it was more excitement. And now I can kind of see it then, in it? But yeah. she didn't want to say it. She's like, no, no, I'm black. We've got more personality. When it was the, when she was like, the white, she was like, it was just bland and boring. So it was, it made me laugh. But now I see now, I can see now. She, she didn't want to say they it. They get but, their lives with us. They really get right. their but, lives. Like, they love it. We're, we're really entertaining. We are. Oh. Uh, bit too much but it's but it's, it's nice though sorry i've just been giggling throughout because i remember <laughs> you speaking about kylie what? janet and Nicki minaj right i remember i don't know if you've seen the video on instagram but <laughs> it was at the most recent awards Nicki won one i can't remember what they was called but kylie was there too and there's a video like recorded on someone's phone and it's of kylie jenner and she's walking and then she sees that Nicki minaj is in front of her surrounded by paparazzi you know kylie diverts her whole route bro kylie fully is it? turns around and runs away it's hilarious i need to send y'all it 
Oh my goodness, oh my of course. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think anything else. I'm still very angry, you know, that Beyonce still on tour, smashing it, giving the rest of the world ape shit. It's don't, let's not be. I'm sorry, how let's long not be. Yeah, you know, so I'm tour. We don't have to be speaking about the tour with that tone saying, of voice. I'm not understanding okay. how long is this tour. I'm thinking this girl ain't tired. Not long enough. It could be longer. No, she could come back. Tour, like? I think uh, probably like six months. Oh my gosh, this girl ain't tired. No, I'm she's like she said. She stacks oh her money God. fast and goes. But yeah, I'm still vexed because obviously she's in all these other countries doing things from the new album, which I went to her. I went to see her in two different countries and didn't get not even a smidget of something. But it's okay. Um, otherwise, speaking more of greats uh, and black singers, um, it was Aretha Franklin's homecoming service. Mm. And uh, yeah, courtesy of Blavity, um, shout out to Tonja Renee uh, Stidham, who wrote this. Uh, she there's um, an article there called 13 Memorable Moments from Our Celebrity Elders at Aretha Franklin's Homecoming Service the funeral was black as fuck and it was soulful it was was rich you know um, lots of people were speaking about lots of different things Um, there were praise dances which we loved there's a lot of people singing I think Fantasia oh don't worry I'm about to give you all of the tea I'm about to give you all the tea I felt it in my soul. I felt like I had to get baptized straight after. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> hey. So we had uh, Reverend Al Sharpton and Michael Eric Dyson speeches, which were fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, she said, well, right after you get through the Golden Gates, there's an exchange counter. That's where you hand in your cross and pick up your crown. That's what the Reverend said of the Queen. I just thought, yes, man, mm-hmm. putting a whole load of respect on her name. He also, um, Sharpton also acknowledged the fact that he tripped up. I think he tweeted something about respect, but accidentally spelled it wrong. And he turned that and like flipped it around and said, okay, yeah, I know I said this and I fucked up and you guys corrected me. I don't think he said fucked up whilst at the funeral, but like he says something along those lines. And he said, I know you guys corrected me, but one thing I do think we need to correct is Donald Trump and everyone got up and you know started clapping and hollering because that fucker needs correcting um uh Michael Eric Dyson called Trump uh I don't even know what this word means a a lugubrious bit leech a lugubrious leech I've never heard of I don't that. know what it is but it sounds like something that he deserves to be called the Clark sisters hey so the Clark sisters uh, came up and sang. One of the lead singers wasn't going to speak and oh. her other sister was like, okay, you know, my sister, out of like respect, she's not going to speak. She's going to come here, sing for Aretha yeah. and then that's what we're doing then we're going to leave. And when I say they sang from their vagina walls, <laughs> their whole, every ounce of their being and Michael even cracked. Like it was even like, oh, what you redeem as, oh, that was a brilliant note. But you know, the, the soul, you could hear her cry in this singing. And I was just like, oh, like, I, even now speaking about it, I'm getting chills. The Clark sister did that. All three of them, they looked outstanding and they sang and did such justice to Aretha. Mm. Um, 
so big up to them. If you don't know who the Clark sisters are, research them, give them a listen. They were actually featured and sampled on Jay-Z and Beyonce's um, track, uh, Family Feud. The higher in the background, which you hear, is them. Um, yes. Uh, and whilst they were singing, speaking of white people loving blackness, Bill Clinton was actually sat behind them when they were singing. <laughs> and when you see his face, he's just in such awe. Let me pledge you now. I wish you could see. He was amazed. Right, listen. Look at Bill. I can't believe. He's like, oh my gosh, he didn't expect <laughs> that. Oh. I'll leave it there, but he just is like, no, hey. Real music. That He's like, what is this? Just nice things. They don't do this in my church. <laughs> um... Who else did the goddamn thing? Um, oh, right. So this is controversial. Ariana sang, um, Ariana Grande, that is, sang at the funeral. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really quite understand how that panned out or how that got to be. Because she does have an amazing voice, yeah. an amazing voice. But I wouldn't hear her, like, amazing voice. I mean, I can't stress that enough. But when you think of Aretha Franklin and, uh, you know, that kind of ceremony that you're going to have, I don't think I immediately think um, Aretha. You know, you think I need soul. Yeah. I need power. I, I need feeling. And, like, I feel like she possesses those things to a certain degree, but not like her fellow people that were fellow singers that were singing like your Shaka Kung. Shaka Kung got up there with her whole diva fan with the lyrics lyrics to her song on the other side of the fan because she couldn't remember them. So she'd be singing but <laughs> looking at the lyrics. But she sang the f- the roof down. Mm. Who else sang? Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. She gave us a good I, rendition of Amazing Grace. It was amazing. Like, I felt it. My girl made Amazing Grace last seven minutes. And when I say she sang from the top to the bottom, obviously we know she likes to be loud. Mm-hmm. And she does that amazingly. Mm-hmm. She sang the fuck out of the song. Like everyone in their feelings. Mm-hmm. Fantasia Barino, she took mm-hmm. us all the way to church. She, she Before she even started singing, she took off her heels and said, hey, I hope, I don't think Aretha will mind me taking off my mm-hmm. shoes. And everyone's like, yes, girl, t- take it him off. And amazing. she sang, sang, sang. Let me go back. I digress. Ariana Grande, there was a scandal regarding her dress. People were looking at her dress. Mm -hmm. And I do believe, even though she looked good. No, I mean, it was like. It was a bit too short, innit? Yes, it was like you could see more than half of her thigh. Mm. And it was just a bit like you could see some of the other elders whilst she was talking. Look, mm. you could see some of their faces. Like, like, you see this girl. Um, but also there was a little scandal yeah, with her and the pastor. the pastor. Yeah, I think he held her some. Yeah, he way. like like pulled her in like to the mic uh, where he was preaching. Just, just pulled her in, and there's been a big commotion saying that he was rubbing up her tear, and he knew what he was doing. But personally, I looked at the I footage a few times. No, he was just pushing her. Like, he he just hold her into the, the side. I think he only held her at the the point you expect. Yeah, like. Not, and if it did brush up, I it was I don't think it was intentional. You know, us especially in the black community, and especially at p- 
functions like yes. that we are tactile we're, we're we we show love, we show love and yeah, like he pulled her in and like he even said like oh my daughter said you're too old because you know I read on the um on the list for today the set list that there was Ariana Grande was there and he said I thought it was a, a new dish at Taco Bell <laughs> <laughs> But I don't oh, think him. it was. I think he did say sorry if it was inappropriate, but I don't think that was the case. Did you see that spiritual body? Well, I actually only caught... I'm just listening and taking in all your talent because I only caught a snippet of the um, mm. funeral because I was out and about. But where I watched it, I was actually in the CNN center and it was on the big screen. Oh, cool. I, was eating f- I was eating food and it came on. I went, wait, I said, look, I said, it's Aretha's funeral. And we watched, so I'm just taking in and, and just listening to what you're saying. I'm like, yes. But I didn't see, I, can't, I don't recall what I saw. Yeah, I don't think, it's, it's all down to opinion, but I don't think it looks bad. Um, and then Jesse Jackson's reaction to Faith Hill. Faith Hill, she's this um, a, a white singer. Uh, let's just say, once again, she didn't bring the same amount of sauce that the did. other singers are bringing. And there's a clip, I might retweet it on the Get the Belt page, of, <laughs> of Jackson. His facial expression is just too much. Look. <laughs> when did he go back? He's shaking his head as if to say, what the hell? Mm, okay, like, all right, girl. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Um, yes, Sicily uh, C- Tyson's hat, epic. She came with this big, flowy black mm-hmm. hat, just serving you anti-realness. Um, that's it. Maxine Waters, anti-Maxine, gave the Wakanda sign, threw it up when people were like, you know, we've got your back because you're being attacked by racists, mm-hmm. by people in support of Trump. You're, and they just acknowledged her and said, we're here for you. And she threw up the Wakanda sign. And I was just like, yes, anti-Maxine, amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was an amazing and long service in typical black style. Uh, eight hours, I think it was. But you know, the Queen deserves... Um, and I'm trying to think. I think that's it, really, that I've got to measure up this week. Um, I feel like I've covered pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah. If there's any stories that you want me to talk about, give us a little email at contact to get the belt pod and we'll measure them up. But yeah, that's all I've really seen this week. Okay, guys, it's time for Yes, the Wim Cash. <coughs> the note went a little bit deadly there. I'm sorry. Well, guys, I want to ask you guys a question, my old spiritual baddie. Why do you think women like to wear makeup? Your personal opinions on that. You can go first, spiritual baddie. Um, the majority of women, I think they like to wear makeup to live up to society's view. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. You on beauty, they think that they need clear skin, cheekbones, you know, I mean, yeah, that's why I think the majority of people wear makeup. Mm. I would I think I agree with that as well there is that automatic pressure and sometimes there's a subconscious um, need or desire to be this perfect or this Mm. um, perception of what beauty is Um, but I also do believe you know I've got friends that don't really wear makeup at all and they're like you know i just want to feel a little bit different when i go out so they do it to feel different like i recently went to a makeup store with my friend madison and she was just like oh i never fucking wear makeup i never do it and i just want to go out and feel different like i like i'm not at home (laughs) Uh, but then i also do know that people put it on you know when they want to get some dick or vagina I know they put it on and go, you know, let me put on a good lip so, you know, people can see things. And I know people put it on as well to cover up insecurities and to feel sexy and to feel like a boss-ass bitch. Mm -hmm. Basically. Well, that's good pointers, you guys. Well, I agree with... Why do you think? Me? I don't know. (laughs) Well, of course, I agree to everything you guys were saying. People do it for... um, self-esteem issues or mm-hmm. their flaws they want to hide and stuff like that and some people just love makeup like me i love yeah. i can go out of not wearing makeup at times i've done but i love the idea of makeup whoever created it i love you for it i think i think it's a, because i think makeup enhances the beauty you have already i know mm. sometimes it changes some people's faces you're thinking bitch you weren't like that yesterday uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm like girl that ain't you but i think it enhances your beauty more i think wearing makeup is a chance to i don't know like I think it's a type of art. It, I think it makes you more beautiful than what you like. You are beautiful, but I think it enhances that beauty. But of course, I've known like in society, there's a lot of females out there that have insecure issues and flaws and yeah. they're scared to even and come out. Yeah, some boys as well. well. Yeah, you see, I'm not going to lie because I think when you go for a certain stage, especially teenagers, 
you start developing, you know, the teenage bumps and spots and you get really insecure and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to cover them up and stuff like that because if people look at me, I'm going to be ugly and stuff like that. And of course, I'm, I went through a stage like that as soon as I, um, when, before I went to Brit school, I never used to wear makeup when I, and I felt fine and people still said, oh, it's pretty and cute. I think over the years, I, mm-hmm. I think the way I saw society, like I saw grown up women was wearing makeup, I felt like I had to wear it too. But of course, I didn't that get, I didn't get peer pressured into wearing it because everyone else is. I just took my time because when I saw people, I was like, oh my gosh, makeup let people look pretty and I love the whole lipstick and I love the whole eye makeup and stuff like that so I was like I might as well um, experiment on myself but I didn't get too carried away because I didn't want to just do what everyone else is doing but of course the more over the years you kind of realise how some people do feel insecure a lot of women I've met do feel insecure and think if they come out without wearing makeup they they, they think they're ugly and the way society is mm-hmm. the portrayal like if you, if you look a certain way it doesn't work because I've noticed even a lot of boys in this generation they always love to say oh I like girls that's natural don't wear makeup don't wear makeup but the same boys that be like oh I don't like girls and makeup will be or, or be moving to the girls that have makeup on yeah. that be have their lipstick done and 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 then you're thinking you're thinking you say you like the natural girls even when the natural girls go out how come you still don't approach them because mm. what they're too natural for you or you're thinking nah you're, you're black circles I don't see oh I don't want to see that pimp I don't see that spot but when we do cover up and wear the makeup you love to be like why do girls like to wear makeup so Isn't it's it, like man, it's not there's so no true. win yeah there's no win win there so it's like I'm thinking so I'm just thinking whoever wears makeup whoever likes to wear it or don't like makeup because I have a friend who she goes for the natural look my friend Colette have you met her before Got yes. Colette she the, loves her natural yeah she <laughs> yeah, in more me. ways than <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna slap you but she wears she has a natural look and I think it's amazing yeah. she can rock that look I like me if I could I would cause I don't know I like covering up my black circles with the stress the bad. I don't know I don't know to get scared you know what I'm mm. saying but I do see how society likes to betray if you don't wear makeup you don't look fancied up you don't get approached much because I've realised that and um, I'll be honest guys I did an experiment um um this is like a couple weeks ago and I said you know let me just try go out with no makeup go somewhere nice I went to West yeah. End didn't it and I went with my son I didn't have no makeup or nothing and I went there and I went <laughs> I went into selfages <laughs> to buy something and I just looked plain faced like like I just woke yeah. not woke up but just look naked mm. and then I've noticed the way people approach you is differently when you're all fancy and dressed up and look all lipstick on so I went in there and I asked this woman can I have some help and stuff like that and it's like she didn't want to help me and it was a bit weird and I was like okay no. and then some off, some girl came in all fancy dressed up and makeup and everything and she was so quick to approach her yeah. and then I went back Um, this is a couple of days ago recently I went back to West End and the same spot and I thought let me go back there again and I was all fixed up new and red lip points I like I love wearing lip, red lipstick guys I love that I think red lip I'll get into that in a second mm. I went in there and then the same woman was I was like oh my goodness well let me go back in there again I wasn't gonna buy nothing I was just looking around and she's like would you like any help and I was like yeah no I'm just having a look and then I was like you don't remember me do you and she's like no what are you talking nah. about I came in here a couple of weeks ago and I, I looked a bit different right now so like, oh was that you I was like, who did you expect? And, and I was thinking, wow. And she's like, oh, sorry, I didn't realise. And it just made me feel like, oh. Wow. So I was like, wow. So I've noticed you can be have a natural look and people would assume, oh, she don't look that dressed up. There's, don't forget about her, don't serve. But if you come in looking all glossed up, lip glossed on, lipstick done, makeup, you get more attention. So I realised something. Society has put so much stress on female today that you should look a certain way or you won't fit in. And it's kind of sad. So I'm thinking, it makes us women think, oh my gosh, our natural beauty isn't good enough. Isn't, yeah. Yeah, so I'm thinking, wow. And I see how this generation of children are growing up so fast. They want to put on makeup so yeah. quickly and look like the people in magazines, the people on social media. And you don't have time to have a chance to just be yourself and enjoy the process of growing up. You don't have to mm. just jump straight into wearing lipstick or eyeshadow or foundation and it's like wow it's crazy to see that 
Don't you guys agree? Yeah, no, no, no. I definitely, I definitely hear that. It's just like it's wild. It's just constant mm-hmm. pressures, isn't it, from outside sources okay. in terms of wanting to look a certain way. Uh, if you want to get certain things, you feel like you need to do that. Um, I don't wear makeup, but I can definitely say that I understand or get why people might feel the need to like apply or wear it for more than just oh I want to mm-hmm. do something different um and it is it is a shame i like i said i do get it but it is it's it's upsetting it's yeah sad. and i think i think it's because imagine? yeah i think it all comes down to you know um self confidence and self love because yeah, yeah people don't like you have to be careful because you have to make sure that you're confident in your natural state when you look in the mirror when you're bare mm-hmm. and that you love yeah, yourself and not rely on that yeah. because then if you always looking at yourself with the face on then you will obviously get used to seeing yourself like that and then you might have low self-esteem when you don't have your face yeah. on that's kind of sad that's why i using snapchat <laughs> Even like filters, no, filters act like makeup, you know. Have you seen Mate, that's how- why I, I had to stop using them? It's true. Because got to the point get- where I was taking pictures of myself normally. I'm thinking, why the fuck you do know? I look trash? Nah, yeah. I look fine. So I stopped, and that's why you don't see me on Snapchat no more. It's true because you. It's true. I know these apps try and make people like. It's true. I've noticed Snapchat. Yeah. Thing, even Instagram. You only post a picture, and you go through all the filters. Now I can't post it. Stuff, and it just yeah. feel like, oh my gosh, we're so insecure. Yeah. Why can't we just Be. just show our <laughs> Photoshop self? Why do we have to Photoshop everything, every see? floor we have? It's kind of sad. And some I of these films be ugly as fuck. I don't know why you people putting them up as well. Some, making oh my you gosh, put, I'm, I see some people put uh, extra filter and make themselves look, look like, like they're squashed. small or squashed yeah. and they be like and, cute. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, like, really? Yeah, I've to maybe it. another alien or something, I but not to another human being. <laughs> and I was like, girl, that picture don't look cute. Yeah, it don't look like you for start. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like your Martian <laughs> cousin or something. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> but I did do a couple of research and um, research on why women like to wear makeup. And it does say 40% of women do not like to leave their home without makeup on. That's what research oh, wow. says. Mm. They said camouflage. Women who are anxious and secure tend to use makeup to appear less noticeable. Seduction. Women want to be noticeably, like no, be noticed more attractive to men. The women who use makeup for this reason tend to be more confident, social, and assertive. And I've noticed a lot of w- girls, like who goes for the natural look, always want to go around and be friends with the popular girls, the ones that has makeup on and who looks more fancy and look more dressed up. Like cause they don't want to be with the average type of people. They want to be with people that look way better than they do, so they can fit in easily. Or think they look, yeah, better think, anyway. yeah, and think they look better, and then secretly they really don't. Like and, and I'm like it's kind of funny when you hear some boys be like on the first date they're gonna take their girlfriend swimming. Have you guys heard that that statement? Oh no! Oh, why yeah. so they can? Yeah, I like that. Boys, that I'm gonna take my girlfriend swimming on the first date Listen. just to see what is underneath that. And this, and it's kind of funny. It is actually hilarious, and at the same time it's kind of sad though, isn't it? Like. I don't know. I don't, it's just I don't know why I wear makeup. I don't. I'm not insecure because I walked out the house without wearing makeup. I don't mind. But I lo- I like the idea of makeup where I can experiment on new things. Yeah. I can put my. Cause I love everyone. I love wearing lipstick. Like if I if I don't put any eyeshadow or nothing on, I don't mind coming up for lipstick because I love I love making my lips look more voluptuous than it already is. Yeah. Like, I like so to when I put on a certain lipstick. I'm like, damn, I would Some kiss with me. Some your curls, your lips, Sarah Bachman <laughs> like, hips. Like I'm saying, I think certain. 
certain features on our face we do like to highlight for people to look at us a certain way or to get approached more and stuff like that i've noticed when when i'm more dressed up i do get more looks from certain guys and i do get that whole like oh everyone's looking at me but then and i'm thinking oh they're just looking at me without my makeup let's say if i took up my makeup like come stand up you look at me again let me mm-hmm. rub on my makeup look at me again would you still want to date me you want to still about that that's what i'm saying but no they're like oh no I just, oh, you're right maybe i wouldn't like put that makeup back on but it's kind of funny how this generation the way society is making women think oh you have to wear makeup to look a certain way so you can get approached or get a, a good job or or people will like you more than the people who are natural and just embracing who they are but society's trying to be like no no we don't like that maybe you should put an extra highlight there a lipstick there and it's kind of sad i don't want us young women to teach the younger generation of women that you have to wear makeup to highlight your features when you're already beautiful of course Preach. we can wear makeup to highlight the special features in the face makeup is to enhance our beauty not take over our yeah. face not yes yet, that I'm, is take I'm, over yeah, colonizing your whole face <laughs> like I've seen some people do go over the top and then I'm like baby that ain't you babe that ain't you. I know you like that lips so wear that lips that's cool and highlight your eyes of course but don't try and do so much Picasso where, to your face yeah and then we don't know that it's you <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being rude I've seen it and it's, it's not good I'm helping you right now like don't do that to yourself I just don't want even this young generation of kids to look at these women and think, oh, that's that's beautiful when it's not like enjoy being young enjoy having the blemishes the like your spots your pimples that's fine that's normal you're gonna grow out of it that's being a teenager that's being a young lady don't try think oh mum can you buy me this lipstick because this girl's wearing it mum can you buy me this foundation because this girl's wearing it because I don't want to be shown I I think my natural beauty is ugly no you're beautiful in your own right you're beautiful in your own self you don't have to follow what what everyone else is doing and it's kind of sad like if I had like if I could tell my younger self back then I'd be like you know what I'm actually glad that I didn't speed into makeup at a young age. Like I went, I started using makeup when I was like 16. Yeah, 16, so when I went in year 11, that's when I started embracing me. And I feel like people were like, oh my gosh, that's you should have started from young. But I've seen some people, we wear makeup from the age of 12. And I'm thinking, what do you have to cover up? Your little baby cheeks, you're still a baby. Like take time and f- love your skin. I think we forget to do that. And we're so quick to just join in what society's doing. We have to stop doing that. So I want to all my young women out there and my young males as well who likes looking cute too. Damn, you <laughs> take know, your time like and just me. yes, yes, yes. Like try a day in the week where you just go out, just no makeup, bare face, and just enjoy just living in the moment and don't focus on how that girl's looking she got a highlight on just love your flaws your blemishes your pimples and just Took got me there flaws, no. <laughs> yes and just got their bare face one day in this week any day it could be a weekend a weekday even go to work okay maybe you don't want to go to work i don't know but somewhere where you don't have to be covered up underneath this cake of makeup and just enjoy being you so Amen. i really want you guys to just do this task for me it can be anytime just take your time i know it's gonna be hard to think i need that foundation i need that lipstick but try go out and just embrace your beautiful face like remember we didn't come in this world with makeup we came in natural so we have to we have to try keep that alive you know what i'm trying to say so whoever tries this out please contact me at get the belt pod 
com and give me your opinions on it and any if anyone's ever spoken to like any other opinions you have on that and your experience doing it and how you enjoyed it during the day if you got approached or did people look at you funny or did you get into any situations hopefully not no bad situations but if it's some good situations let's know if you go into some good good situations yeah like who knows maybe this is what you should be doing showing your natural face and you be getting that good good (laughs) so please let me know as i said contact me at get the belt pods i really hope you guys enjoyed this segment today well it's time for the part of the show you've all been waiting for it's time to get the belt (laughs) who are you going to give your belt to this week spiritual buddy i mean y'all can probably guess who my belt's going to my belt is going to people who point their fingers and their hands ain't clean right how are you pointing out are people pointing fingers at me because of my human characteristics and how I choose to carry myself um, mm. and using using that justification to say, oh, I can't empower the colour of my skin because of that. Do I do anything that causes anybody harm? No. How about that? Yes. Do I cause anyone that, do I do anything that causes anybody harm? No. Am I happy? Yes. That's all that matters. So why someone thinks they can point their fingers at me um, at a place where uh, are, are they in uh, are they in clearance? Is there are your en- is your energy in clearance? Are you are you working on yourself daily? You know, are you feeding your soul? How can how yeah. dare somebody who does not even know me? Do you know me personally? Point their fingers at me. You do not know me personally. You know me from social media. You don't follow me. You see me on your fucking explore page. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why people be pointing their fingers at me. Because they're fucking my mad. Goes to, you know, they're my mad and they're confused. People. Yeah, so my bell goes to people who would like to point their fingers, who have dirty hands. Who was that pointing you? You don't have to name and shame, but like describe it them. Was, <laughs> it, was, it, was somebody, it was somebody at home. Like uh, where I'm, I'm from, where I'm from, it's like the hood, you know. So it's like people are very like close-minded. So I'm a big deal, you know. How I am is a big deal because everyone lives like... Like goldfish. That yeah like uh, like close-minded ghetto like that's the lifestyle people live where i'm from so for me like i'm a big deal right so if i make i made a statement about black empowerment and i really irked i really irked somebody the person does not even follow me but i really irked somebody and they thought that i'm not entitled <laughs> i'm not entitled to um to speak about black empowerment because because how i carry myself so my back goes to you are walking like, black empowerment you know and you uh, and if you uh, the caption that i was writing was in conclusion from afropunk though for somebody like i'm trying to give empowerment for the amount of people who are like me who need empowerment for the people who listen to this podcast and you're trying to tell me that i'm not in a position to give black people empowerment get the fuck out of here what the fuck but yeah, don't don't people don't point your fingers like if you're gonna point your fingers or comment at somebody else, just check yourself first and see like if there's different words you can use if you wanna if you wanna have a discussion with them, you know, and, and learn. I'm about guessing what it was saying. a black man. Yeah, he's half yeah he's half black descent, um, but he's light skinned. Yeah, um, but yeah, just check yourself before you point your fingers. And uh, what is he like, doing? Be for, able to this is what I love. People always like to say, "Oh, what are you doing?" But what the fuck is he doing? Right. Mm. Right. What are you doing? Because so even if he I doesn't mean, fucking yourself. agree with what you're doing, everyone knows their own truth. At mm-hmm. least you can stand 
and say, I'm, you know what, I've written a book. I'm a part of a Black British podcast where we right. inspire, educate, s- let off some steam right. and talk black things. You know, I'm doing things. Right. What are you doing, sir? Mm-hmm. Right. Let's right. start with your elbows. Have you no, greased them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, like, regardless of the position, I mean, regardless how, <laughs> regardless of how, how I carry myself, bro, I'd still be out here, like, doing Cash this. over here dying. <laughs> <laughs> Can y'all? Oh no, but I'm just saying, like, regardless of the position I, that I'm in, I'd still be doing this. Do I pray? Yes. Do I check myself every day? Yes. So well, why mm-hmm. am I, do I not have black skin? Yeah, so how am I not allowed to empower black people? Like, don't point your fingers, people. Be careful when you're pointing fingers, bitch. Maybe you want to handshake somebody and respect what they have to say. Don't yeah. point fingers, Definitely. basically. And if you want to point your finger at my boy, turn that finger around and point it up your asshole, you twat. Because <laughs> that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> You know? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, okay, so this week. Right, so I'm taking off my belt, uh, and I don't know who I'm going to give it to, whether to give it to the teachers or the police or the students or the parents of these twats. But let me let you guys know. So seven students from the school in Bath, um, which is actually unfortunately close to where I used I was raised partially. So um, in Beach and Cliff School, which is in Bath, in January there were seven students. I really want to find out how old they are, but regardless, they had a mock slave auction where these seven white students tied up this black boy. And we're apparently whipping him with branches whilst calling him nigger. And we're having a pretend slave auction. Now, I've... Only two of them have been put through a community resolution process. Fuck that! Why have all seven of them not been, number one, suspended straight away or expelled, whatever the, the word is? And why have all seven of them not gone to... to n- what's that young children's prison called? Juvenile. Ju- ju- juvenile, juvenile whatever. something, yeah. Or if they're old enough, why have they not been sent to prison? Just a little, little slap on the wrist, only for two of them. Why has this not been in, in, in bigger media? But yet, like I said, my friend Kalechi... Her brother standing outside his mother's house, allegedly smoking a cigarette, which they then thought was weed because they smoke, is getting roughed up. His hood's getting pulled over and, you know, they're being aggressive with him. Yet these seven kids are exploiting and perpetuating racial hatred, which is a crime. And two of them are getting slaps on the wrist, with the f- slaps on the wrist by um, the, the school and by the police. What the fuck? What kind of nonsense are your parents teaching you at home? 
this is the reason why we need in schools more real black history. Please go out and listen to, I'm not going and listen, please go out and read why I'm no longer speaking to white people about rent, uh, about why I'm no longer speaking to white people about race by Rene Edo Lodge. Amazing book, which even I learned about so many black British history things that are monumental and key to our understanding of the world that we live in now. And the reason why we don't, we have these fucking bullshit things happen in school where you're reenacting why the fuck do you want to reenact a slave auction what are you fulfilling how does that improve your time on your lunch break because your mummy sally made you some dry tuna sandwich that was unseasoned and dead as fuck you thought oh i am not feeling fulfilled so let me get some life from you know tying up this black boy and pretending to be slave owner like my ancestors where are you finding the joy in that where the fuck are you finding joy in that that's disgusting that is vile. And only two of them are getting reprimanded. Wow. Can you imagine? This is why we need real black history in schools. It needs to be there. You want to teach us all King Henry VIII chopped off all of his wise heads and talk to us about Hitler, but you don't want to speak about the, the, the real shit about race. And this is why people think this is acceptable. This is why you've got young kids thinking it's okay and fun to do fucking hate crimes and do whip, pretend to whip a boy and call him a nigger what the fuck i wish oh can you imagine if i had a child if i find i will be in prison and that will be the gag that will be the real gag because i would be the one to go to this school and and see how these little white kids like it how about i tie you up and whip you <laughs> with branches and call you cookie and see how that feels yeah nah disgusting because i the parents I pray for you. I hope that you're not one. Obviously, you're going to want to kill people, but I hope that you can find it in yourselves to be calm and Christian and collected and just be there for your son because this will have affected him. This will have affected that little boy's life. Oh, no. And he might not even know it yet. Think, oh, no, I'm okay. But. It's messed up, man. What the fuck? How old was he? I don't know. It was in school, and it. I'm gonna research and it. And what the teachers didn't even stop that, or so no one was. The head them in teacher the Andrew Davies said an action plan has been put in place to raise standards at the school. <laughs> That's so the kids didn't get suspended or nothing. Nope. So basically, the head teacher saying what he they did was to okay. A, essentially. That is what you're saying. Ofsted found staff had failed to report the case, and that their response to it was quote-unquote, insufficient and too slow. Well, of course it is. What the f***? You see? Wild. But again, people don't think racism exists anymore. So my belt goes round the heads of those dumb, stupid, unseasoned, disgusting, uncultured, evil little boys and girls. I think they were all boys. For finding that acceptable to their parents and families for doing such a poor job at raising disgusting human beings that think that's acceptable. Shame on you. Shame on your whole family name. Just shame. And shame on the school for responding late to it. That should have been dealt with there and then. And on the fucking police for not giving them a severe crime that they deserve. Because these boys will then go out and do shit like that in in, in, in real life and go to nightclubs and think, think it's acceptable to, to fucking call a black boy their nigger in a club. And then when that black boy decides to knock one of you the fuck out deservingly, guess who's getting arrested? <laughs> the black boy, of course. So that's who my belt goes to. Now, my belt goes to not the person who committed the crime, basically the jury and the judge. 
like I'm thinking this police officer killed a f- shot down a 15 year old boy his name goes by Jordan Edwards and this was April 2017 and finally finally after 12 hours of deliberation of deliberation jury announced Question. that the police officer was guilty finally like, this is something that happened how many like last year <sighs> April yeah. finally finally they took the chance to be like you know what maybe we should say he's guilty even though he maybe he's a police officer and he did kill the boy on purpose but we, did, we secretly don't want to give it to him but we're just gonna finally say yes he's guilty just so we don't look racist now I'm thinking, question this is like people commit crimes and kill people like everyone should get the same treatment whoever can commit black white, it doesn't matter what race you are you kill someone in stoke blood you should go to jail you should serve a sentence because you committed a crime and killed someone in cold blood just because he was white mm-hmm. the police was it's white a- they you claim see? no we should take our time let's take it to next year yeah and stuff so we can let's take our time let's say him out on bail let's yes. let him go and get some fish and chips yeah, you let, know yeah, let him take his time it's auntie susan's go. birthday yeah. let them go to brighton <laughs> and just do things basically let him, let's take our time just wait a whole year before we can give our verdict no that is messed up whoever can commit a crime black white yellow doesn't matter they should serve their sentence it shouldn't take Done. a year for someone to get a, a sentence for something that they did in April 2007. This is despicable behaviour. Like, why? The jury, you are sick people. Like, finally realise this man deserved to have prison time. After that, this is someone's child that they, he Can killed. You imagine? Out of Colbert because he's black. It took you guys that long to sort it out. Like, it's just messed up. Like, this world is becoming so messed up. I'm thinking, it just feels like... I didn't, you know what you're thinking? What, you, what no the words. hell? We can, I could go out today and kill someone who's white and I'll be in jail t- tonight. <laughs> tonight. Tonight. <laughs> and probably die there and then yeah, be like, oh, we don't know why she dies. Basically, you know? tonight. But a black man can get shot and killed by a black man or a black woman. A, a black man can get shot by and they put it on a the black, back burner. A white man and he'll be there. No, let's wait a couple months. Let's, you know, let's turn it to a year before we yeah. can say he deserves Let's let him watch, time. you know, Game of Thrones is that. Let's let I'm him watch thinking, the new one. Wow. You know what he did. You know what he did was wrong. But no, just because the victim was black and he was white, no, we should we should spare him. He maybe was drunk at the time. Maybe he didn't know what he was doing. But no, it's not right. It's not right. I don't understand how you cannot realize that the way this world is. This messed up now. I don't know what to say. I'm hoping for change, but I think change might not even come. No, we'll we're gonna continue like, doing what we're doing and like, depict this shit and let you guys like, know. And hopefully, you guys can do something about so it. So, to well. the jury, you guys are messed up people. Like, you know what he did was wrong, and you lot took your lot's time. Like, it's unnecessary. Someone who committed a crime killed someone. He should have got his sentence to be done yeah. last year, not a year later. No, it's messed up. Oh my Ooh. god. Well. I'm sorry, like... I'm, nah, that's good, girl. You, you do what we need to do. A year, like, I'm thinking, two mm. April 2007, and now you lot decided to be like, we should give him jail time. Like, Dickheads. Oh, messed up, man. The inequality, oh yeah, the injustice, sad. it's just... Remember, guys, uh, if you feel like you want to give the belt to someone who you work with or something that you think we should know about and give the belt to, please... Email into the show and we can take off your... Oh, we can take off your belt. <laughs> nah, we will read out who you deserve, who you think deserves to get the belt. And that also goes for Melanin Magnificence. I know lots of creatives listen to this. I know lots of amazing people listen to this show. And I would love to have you guys email into the show and let us know who you feel like deserves Melanin Magnificence. Who else is doing good things that everyone needs to know about well guys that's been another episode of get the bell um 
Thank you again for the jewelry pieces. We're gonna do a little. Let's do a little photo shoot and get those up. Yes. Um, and yeah, if any of you want to send in anything or want us to speak about anything, please, uh, we'll put the email address in our bio. But if you don't know already, it's contact at getthebeltpod.com. Remember to follow us all on our Instagram, Twitter, and stuff, and. Yeah communicate with us like if you like things about the episode like we read the comments and we want to like continue this discussion with you remember to follow us on get the belt pod across all social media mm-hmm. i've been your host miles you can follow me on miles heart at miles heart whatever yeah <laughs> oh cashmere you can follow me on instagram cashmere diaries dot x don't forget the dot for you guys Boom. Uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, sorry it took so long. Like I said, we had things to do, booties to move, and <laughs> grooves to groove. So on that note, thank you guys for listening. I ain't a cow, bitch. Get out my hay. Get out my hay, bitch. Get in a cat. <laughs> you have been listening to the one and only. Get, Get the, the belt. belt. Boom. Right, let's go. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.